Hi everybody, this is Ken with the Sonar Project update for you. There are now 37 hours left as I speak to you at this point in time. There's $7,193 raised. That's approximately 36% of the goal. And only 194 people have donated, which is um, less than ideal. So there is still plenty of potential out there for people to donate. So uh, it's coming down to the wire now, folks. So if you have not donated already, please do so. And uh, appreciated all the people who have donated in the last 24 hours and have contacted me. Uh, be sure that your name is on the uh, list for whenever I get uh, my hands on some HPR swag. All right, thank you very much. With that, I'll turn you back to today's show. Today I would like to tell you a little bit about how I use GNU Emacs. Because I have to admit it, I live in GNU Emacs. I will not talk about configuration, my .emacs file for example, or about small Emacs Lisp functions that I have implemented for automating some tasks like mounting and unmounting removable devices, making backups, etc. I will just mention the modes and tools that I use in my daily workflow. Just let me remind you that there have already been some episodes on HPR about Emacs. Klaatu did a three-part series on Emacs. This series is available on episodes 852, 856 and 861. The ultimate source of information about GNU Emacs is the Emacs Wiki at emacswiki.org and all the links that I will give in this episode and I will write down on the show notes are hosted on the Emacs Wiki. Okay, just let me tell you a little bit about the appearance of my GNU Emacs. Actually, when you look at my screen, all you see is a black background with no menus, no scroll bars, no nothing. So I have a full screen window which contains Emacs, and that's all you can see on my computer. <clears throat> so usually when people look at my screen, they often think that I'm on the console. Emacs can run as a daemon, and this is the way I use it. So when I launch my, my X session, I launch the Emacs daemon, and then all my Emacs windows are just are just Emacs client that can connect to this uh, daemon. Another use for this is the possibility for other applications uh, different from Emacs to connect to Emacs and interact with it. This also allows me to use the same Emacs when running X and sometimes when I go back to a, a console. The advantage of using a single Emacs process is that all your buffers are available from all the clients and then you can use Killring. This is the copy-paste functionality of Emacs from different clients and, and share this, this kind of clipboard. Of course, the main use of Emacs is writing a code. There are very useful modes for C++, for Python, for Lisp. There's even the possibility of using 
interactive interpreters from within from within Emacs. For example, if you're programming Python, you can run Python inside an Emacs buffer, so you can copy paste the code from your Python file to the interpreter uh, buffer. You can evaluate code inside Emacs. You can do this for most of of the usual interpreted languages. There are also specific modes for Lisp-like languages, like uh, Common Lisp, Scheme, Clojure, and of course Emacs Lisp. You can also compile your code from within Emacs. For example, when I program C++, I can just run make from within Emacs and Emacs will create a buffer where all the compilation messages, errors, warnings appear. So this allows you to go back and forth between the compilation messages and your source code. You can also use GDB, the GNU debugger, from within Emacs. But since my programs don't have any bug, I don't use it. I also use Emacs to edit LaTeX. LaTeX is a well-known document preparation system which is very much used for scientific and technology documents. Emacs allows you to very easily edit LaTeX and compile and view the results from within Emacs. One of the main modes that I use in Emacs is the org mode that you can find at orgmode.org. I use org mode for note-taking, for my agenda as a spreadsheet, for writing reports, papers, slides, my blog. Org mode can also export to uh, mobile org, which is an Android application, which allows you to uh, have access to your org mode files from uh, your Android phone, for example. For email, I use GNU's. GNU's was originally written as an interface for Usenet news, but it is now mainly used for reading email. GNU's is very powerful and can be, as all Emacs modes, customized at will. I also use GNU's for reading RSS feeds using the GWEN, G-W-E-N-E, web interface, which allows you to transform an RSS feed to a Usenet-like newsroom, to which you can subscribe from within GNU's. One very cool thing with GNU's is that you can use the remember function from org mode in order to store a link to an email message. For web browsing from within a Mac, I, I use W3M. Since W3M does not support JavaScript, when I need to go to websites which use JavaScript, I use another web browser which is called Conqueror. Conqueror doesn't run within Emacs. It is a standalone browser which is based on the Geek rendering engine from uh, Mozilla. The interest of Conqueror is that it has all the Emacs key bindings to move inside a web page but also to, to search for strings, to edit the text fields on, on the web pages, etc. So it's very it's very efficient when you spend the whole day inside Emacs. For IRC I use the ERC mode within Emacs which allows you to connect to an IRC server, Freenode for example, and then join IRC channels which will appear as Emacs buffers. This allows you to use all the Emacs editing shortcuts and key bindings in order to use IRC. There are other small utilities that I use inside Emacs like the info reader which allows you to browse the info manuals. I also use the calendar mode which allows you to browse the calendar with a couple of keystrokes. Emacs has by default what is called the scratch buffer which is a buffer which, where you can evaluate Emacs Lisp's expression. So I, I use this buffer as a simple calculator. 
The direct mode, which is the directory editor mode, is very useful for browsing your file systems, for copying, moving files, renaming, opening files, but also opening them using other applications. For example, if you're browsing your file system and you come to a file which is an image, you can select the the application with which you will open the image. The same for any kind of, of file for which you can use external applications to to edit, to, to browse the files. Another very useful mode is the doc view mode, which you can use in order to view PDF, PostScript files, even LibreOffice files from within Emacs. The approach of doc view is to use an external application to convert the native format, let's say PDF, PostScript, or open document format to images and then display the images within Emacs. Finally, a very useful mode when you're programming, if you use version control, is the VC mode, VC for version control, which is a front-end to a lot of different version control software systems like Git, Mercurial, CVS, SVN, etc. The interest of this mode is, first of all, that you can use it from within a Max, but also that you have a set of commands which are the same for different version control systems. For instance, I work on several projects, some of which use Mercurial, some of which use Git. And with this mode, you have the same commands for the same kind of things you do to files, like doing a commit, doing a push, doing a pull, and these kind of things, even though... The underlying commands for, let's say, Git and Mercurial are different. The VC mode allows you to have the same front-end for both tools. As you can see, there are many, many things you can do with Emacs. And as I said at the beginning, I spend my, my whole day within Emacs, getting out of it only for very specific things and very limited amounts of time. Well, I hope you found all this interesting and you will find all the links in the show notes, so don't hesitate to have a look at the MX wiki. And if you have any question or comment, don't hesitate to get in touch with me by email at garjola at garjola.net. That is garjola at garjola.net. Garjola is spelled G-A-R-J-O-L-A. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binref.com. All Binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.